Hey, this is Dr. Priyanka Venugopal, and you're listening to the Unstoppable Mom Brain Podcast, all about creating your weight loss success strategy. Over the last year and a half, I have shared many episodes on the different elements that are, in my opinion, success ingredients to you losing the weight that you want to lose, and then most importantly, keeping it off. We've talked about setting goals and handling challenging moments and emotional eating and how to follow through, how to get back on the bandwagon, all of it, right? We've addressed weight loss from different angles, but I wanted to create one episode that really brought together what I know to be the success formula for specifically the high achieving working mom. I think that a lot of us, and I know this because I used to do this too, really focus our plan, we hang our hat on, the foods that we're going to eat and not eat. And I think that this is a huge mistake that a lot of high achievers are making, which is why I decided to record this episode. So just buckle in, we are going to be talking about my five-step process for what is required for you to plan properly to lose the weight you want to lose, how to make sure that it is simple and sustainable, and how to really feel confident that no matter what scenario comes up for you, whatever life curveball, whatever unexpected stressful moment in your life that comes up for you, that you have a game plan to manage it so you don't undo your weight loss efforts. And if you hear me out and about huffing and puffing, maybe some birds or cars, it is because I'm recording this podcast episode as a walk and talk. And I just wanted to share that because, you know, it's different than my usual podcast mic setup. So settle in, maybe grab a pen and paper if you're driving. Just bookmark this episode to one that you're going to want to come back to again and again, because it really is going to bring together all of the ingredients to create your custom and personal success formula. Also, really quick, before I get into today's podcast episode, I want to make sure that you know that I just dropped a free on-demand I think of it as an advanced training for weight loss. Now, I want to tell you why I made this an on-demand training because I think especially in the season, through the holidays, with all of the holidays, all of the cultures and all the different religious holidays, I know that working moms are really busy. You're planning a lot. You're handling travel and family and friends. So I didn't want to have like a one date and one time masterclass for you. I decided to record this as an on-demand training that you can just grab literally right now it is ready and available for you to basically binge watch and change the trajectory of how you lose weight i feel so strongly about this one concept it is all about over desire and it is the missing piece i would say from most people's weight loss strategies now we're going to get into my five steps on this episode today but you need this training and i want to tell you why because whatever plan i'm going to be talking to you about today on the podcast the plan I'm going to talk to you through, the way that we're going to custom build your plan is going to be amazing. And if you implement it, you will absolutely lose weight. But if you don't do the mindset work to match this plan, if you don't understand where your desire to overeat is coming from, you will eventually stop doing the plan. You will eventually start going back to old habits. So it's essential, in addition to today's podcast episode, which is going to walk you through my five-step process and for you to help custom build your strategy, you have to get in control of the over-desire you have to eat when you're not hungry. So literally, this is one to not miss. I want you to go grab it. It is over at theunstoppablemombrain.com forward slash desire, D-E-S-I-R-E. And I will meet you in your email inbox. It is such a good training. Seriously, it's going to just change everything for you. So anyways, I want to make sure you knew about that. And let's jump into today's episode. 
if you want to reach your ideal weight and create lightness for your body, you need to have simplicity, joy, and strategic decisions infused into your life. I'm a physician turned life and weight loss coach for ambitious working moms. I've lost over 60 pounds without counting points, calories, or crazy exercise plans. Most importantly, I feel calm and light on the scale and in my life. There's some delicious magic when you learn this work and the skills I'm going to be teaching you. Ready? Let's get to it. I've been having many conversations with lots of people recently around weight loss. I hear a lot of women, a lot of working moms who are busy. They're posting in Facebook groups and in my local community and really just like anywhere and everywhere that I'm talking to women, women who feel like they're not yet fully comfortable in their body at the weight that they're at. So this is this is who this episode is for. This episode is for you if you want to lose even just a few pounds or a lot, if you want to feel more in control of how much you weigh, and most importantly, you wanna just feel comfortable in your body. So if this is, this is you, this episode is for you. One of the things that I have seen as a recurring theme, which is inspiring this whole entire episode, I've seen people posting in some of these Facebook groups that I'm in saying, listen, I've gained 10 pounds or I've gained 20 pounds. I'm just not able to figure it out. And there's a million diets on the internet. I mean, yes, there are. There are a million strategies. I don't know which one to pick. And then like the post is like polling the audience, like polling the group, like, what should I do? Should I do intermittent fasting? Should I count points? Should I do calories? Maybe I should hire a trainer. Like there's so much confusion. And the whole post is centered on the action plan of like, what food should I be eating and not eating? What interval should I be eating and not eating in? It is literally the reason because we are so myopic in our planning that we are not planning properly to hit our body goal. Let me just walk you through. I'm going to tell you the five steps and then I'm going to walk through why each of these five steps is essential to losing the weight you want to lose. And I want to tell you like, this is something, first of all, this, these five steps that I'm going to, that I'm going to walk you through. This is something that I do with my clients in the unstoppable group. In our very first call, we have a strategy call when we kick off our group together and then we have another one midway through as like a refresh and we literally answer every single one of these of this whole five-step process you come away from your from the strategy call with a plan in place that is beyond just what you're going to eat and not eat i'm going to talk you through exactly what i mean by that and i want you to kind of as we're talking through this episode to think about what your answers would be So I'm going to say the five steps and then I'm going to talk you through how each step is essential, why each step is essential and what most of us are doing that is kind of holding us back. So step one is proper goal setting. Step two is having a fat burning action plan. Step three is to stop emotionally eating. Step four is knowing how to take uninspired action and step Five is having a weekly audit or a routine auditing process in place. So let's just start with step one, proper goal setting. I cannot tell you how often I'm talking to women and listen, this was me. This is not me hating on anyone that does not set goals. I promise you this was me too. So I feel you where you have this like general idea of how much weight you want to lose. You're like, yeah, I want to lose 10 pounds. 
kind of, or I want to maybe lose 50 pounds, or I have so much weight to lose. Like we're kind of vague in how much weight we want to lose, but we don't actually set measurable specific parameters around the weight we want to lose. And there's a couple of reasons that I think high achievers do this. One reason is because we are kind of worried. Like, what if I don't hit this goal? we're worried about like feeling disappointed and feeling like a failure if we don't hit the goal. And so we don't put a timeline on our weight loss goals. I think the second reason is many times we don't know how to properly set goals. We're like, I don't know, should I go for a half pound this week or two pounds or three pounds? Like, I don't even know what's an appropriate amount of weight to lose per week. Like what's like, what's a good amount, right? To lose per week. That's the second reason. The third reason is you think it doesn't matter. You think, you know what? I can kind of lose some weight, like it's working. What's the point of me setting this goal? Like it's not that important. These are the three most common reasons that I have found that people are not setting clear and specific goals. And I want to tell you why this is a problem. And then we're going to move on to the next step. So the reason that it is a problem to not set a goal is because it is very easy the moment that a life obstacle comes your way or you get really busy with your real life, like your work life, your kids, your partner, like the laundry, something in your life kind of like unexpectedly comes into your, like becomes an obstacle for you. When you don't have a clear goal, clear measurable goal, it is really easy to stop taking action because you don't have anything to work towards. It's like vague. The way that I think about this is like, you know, you're Losing the weight you want to lose is a journey. You're going on this journey, but you never typed in the destination. You never typed in the destination. I want you to think about not having a clear, simple, measurable goal is like you're driving on this journey, but you never set a destination. You will start driving, you will start taking action, and you will make progress. Like you might even start losing weight, but somewhere along the way, you are going to get lost. You're going to start feeling confused. You're going to start wondering like, why isn't it working? How come it seems like nothing is working? And it's because you get discouraged when something is not working that you throw in the towel and then it really doesn't work. The whole point of having a clear and specific goal is like putting the, the address into your GPS. It is meant to give you direction. It is meant to make you feel like you know what you're working towards. And here's the other thing, when you set a goal, and again, I, I really take my clients through a proper goal setting process because you don't want your goal to be too high. You don't want your goal to be too low. I call this Goldilocks goal setting. You have to know how to set your goal just right so that you will hate it consistently. But I think the other thing with not having a goal and not setting a goal is that it makes it really hard for step five, which we're going to get to in a few minutes, it makes it really hard for you to evaluate what really even worked or didn't work. I was coaching some of my clients on this. This was a topic that came up a few, a few months ago. Maybe you went to a special event, right? There's so many holidays, so many weekends, date nights. You know, it's like, oh, I went off plan. I gained a pound. And my question is like, well, what was your goal? You would be surprised. Like, well, maybe you're not gonna be surprised because this might be you. That so often we never set a goal. We never set a goal to begin with. Like, what was your goal for your vacation? What was your goal for that special holiday event? What was your goal for that weekend away on that date night? I'm telling you, this does not have to take a lot of time or a lot of effort. It really is taking a few moments of just intention to say, this is my goal. I wanna, you know, on vacation, I really wanna maintain. Zero pounds up, zero pounds down. Or for date night, I really wanna just feel like not stuffed. I just wanna feel like my body when I leave that restaurant. Like I want you to think about the impact what happens when you do not do this? 
it is so easy for us to get confused and in the moment because especially high achieving working moms we're making millions millions of decisions a day when you don't have a beacon that you're working towards it is really really easy to lose track to lose sight to feel lost at some point it's like is it even working how would we know we never set a goal we never measured result i think it's super important if this is you if you have not set a goal give yourself permission to set a small and simple goal and just know that even if it's not perfect which we're going to talk about in step five even if it's not perfect it's okay you want to give your brain direction your brain is craving i mean i could say this again and again but our brains are craving direction it really is nice to have that so that's step one i felt like i talked about the goals for a really long time but clearly i think it's very important step two i mean this is probably i mean all the five steps are super important i'm going to say this about every single step step two is to have a fat burning action plan what is a fat burning action plan it is teaching your body to burn the fat stores already stored on your body for fuel most people who are implementing points or calories or just doing low carb are not fat burners maybe some of them are but when you're focusing on how many calories you're eating you are not necessarily becoming a fat burner i would say many people that are doing points and calories are sugar burners that means that your body is used to getting quick hits of energy through simple simple carbohydrates for energy and what happens with that and i've done different podcast episodes on taking a break from flour and sugar and intermittent fasting so you can definitely go and reference those podcast episodes but one of the best things that you can ever do for yourself to make weight loss easy weight loss can be easy and simple is to teach your body to burn her fat for me this was hard in the beginning when i used to weigh a little over 200 pounds and this was just a few years ago guys i weighed 200 pounds as a busy obgyn i tried all the things i was doing my fitness pal i did weight watchers i had done like i did a couple of different strategies and it would work for a little while but then i couldn't sustain it i didn't want to be counting points and calories or i would like go on date night and then i would like pretend to not log like i wouldn't log the dessert that i ate with my husband i was like maybe i'm not allowed to eat the cheesecake because i'm gonna go over my points a lot man right like this is not sustainable i mean if it's sustainable for you then go you you do you but if you want to become a fat burner which is the fastest way to lose the weight you want to lose you have to know how to make simple small nutritional tweaks that teaches your body to burn fat. This, I'm going to be honest, this is going to require a willingness to change the way that you have done things. If you want science on your side and you know, if you're in the unstoppable universe, you know I'm a science nerd. I'm a fan of science-backed strategies. I do not like gimmicks and fads and just like the latest random thing. I want science-backed strategies on your side because they last. They work. If you want to lose the weight and keep it off, you have to teach your body to burn her fat for your fuel. Here's the part of the plan that we don't often think of. So the first piece of it is to eat in a way to make nutritional tweaks to become a fat burner. But we also have to account for real life. Like what happens when, and this is why steps three, four, and five are going to be essential. We have to plan for that moment that we feel stressed. We have to plan for the moment that we feel bored. Part of our plan, step two, part of our plan has to account for when we implement imperfectly, when we overeat at that last date night, when we go off plan for a few days, weeks, or months. Part of our plan has to have something in place to account for these things. And this is the, this is the piece I would say 
that really sets unstoppable apart. And what I do with my clients is we all create our own unique fat burning action plans on our strategy workshop. You will design and custom create your way of eating that fits into your real life. And I will guide you on how to make small nutritional tweaks. But the key thing, and this only happens when we start implementing in our six months together, when we start implementing in real life and things get messy and you get coached. When you can, when we kind of coach through an imperfect moment, maybe that last date night or the last weekend, oh, like, I went out with the girls and I did not want to be the only one who didn't get a second margarita. Or I went out for date night and my husband was asking me like, why am I eating this food and not that? All that it reveals to me and what we get to coach on, which is why coaching is so powerful, is, oh, we just didn't have a plan in place. We didn't have a plan in place to handle that moment. We didn't have a plan in place to talk ourselves through that emotion of FOMO or embarrassment, or maybe you're feeling self-conscious about something or that stress that you had at work. We just didn't have a plan. This is the piece that is missing. This is why today's episode is all about success formulas. Your plan has to be more than the way you eat. That's an important piece. I don't want to brush it under the rug. That is an important piece, but equally, if not more important is what is your plan for when you feel stressed? and bored and annoyed. I can tell you, my kids annoy me a lot. I get into fights with my husband. If I feel stressed about work, I need to have a strategy in place that is my go-to. So I'm not in the moment trying to work through those emotions. I have a plan in place. I can feel taken care of even if I feel stressed or bored or angry or worried or overwhelmed I have a plan in place so I wanted to highlight that because I would say most of us do not have this plan in place okay step three stop emotional eating what is emotional eating I would never have called myself an emotional eater even at 200 pounds a few years ago never I'm like I'm not that lady in the tub of ice cream with a full bottle of wine like you know in the movies that's not me but listen friends if you are eating when your body is not actually hungry that's emotional eating seriously emotional eating is eating anytime your body is not actually hungry and i would say the trouble with this is a lot of women especially working moms don't even know what real hunger is in our bodies we're so used to eating by the clock we've been taught to finish every bite in our plate we've been taught to eat when other people are eating there's so many things that have conditioned us to eat when we're not actually hungry that it might feel really it's you're not alone if you're like i don't even know what hungry feels like or maybe i'm like familiar with ravenous but i don't know what just like a gentle natural hunger feels like that's you you're not alone and also what I want you to know is that when you learn how to get back in touch with your body and eat when you're actually hungry, you will become so aware of how often you are in fact emotionally eating. This is the one piece in the five step process that I would say can feel challenging because especially women have been taught to kind of hide a lot of our emotions. We want to show up powerfully at work. We're, we're kind of taught from a really young age that like emotions make you look weak, right? Like wipe the tears off your face, put a smile on, be grateful. Like we've been conditioned in so many ways that it might make you a little disconnected or maybe even like afraid of emotions. But 
I want to invite you to consider this differently. I want you to think about the impact of not learning how to stop emotional eating. I don't mean that you stop feeling the emotion. I gotta tell you, this was this was in another Facebook group. Somebody was sharing, she went for her annual visit and the physician, this is unfortunate for me to hear as a physician. She said, you know, her physician was like, oh, kind of like with a, with a little bit of a tone, a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a sass, like, oh, I see you've gained a lot of weight. You know, and the patient or like the person that's posting this Facebook group, first of all, felt mortified. And number two, she like was dreading going to the doctor to begin with because she didn't want the doctor to talk about her weight. Okay, I mean, I can go on and on. This might be a whole separate podcast episode, which I'm gonna have to come back to. So, cause she explained like, this is what's happening in my life. I have these two little kids and I'm like, you know, I'm a, I am a team leader and I have all this stress happening and I just find myself like, you know, eating when I'm, I mean, she basically, she didn't say these words, I'm paraphrasing, I'm eating when I'm not hungry. And the, do you know what the doctor said to her? The doctor said, you have to control your stress. Friends, that is not a strategy. If you're like, let me just be less stressed. Being less stressed is not a strategy. I mean, if anyone knew how to just snap your fingers and be less stressed, I'm sure that this would have been bottled up and like delivered to every single person that, I mean, identifies as a working mom. So what I'm here to tell you is when I say stop emotional eating is the third step, I'm not telling you to stop being stressed. Stop emotional eating means knowing that there are many life events happening with your partner, with your kid, with your work, with your time, especially for the hygiene working mom, you have a plethora of circumstances in your life that are happening, some of which you choose and some of which you don't. And the way that we engage with those life circumstances is where our stress comes from. So yes, it is possible when you, again, this is like a lot of what we do in coaching is you understand how to get in control of your stress, how to decrease your stress with your mindset. But what I'm talking about in step three is let's say the life event is happening. Let's say you feel stressed or angry or frustrated or mad or overwhelmed. How do you engage with yourself in that emotion? Most of us, because this has been taught to us, we are distracting ourselves or feeling the need to just have a break from the stress or numb through the emotion. And what happens when we do this repeatedly, which I would say if you're listening to this podcast, you've likely done for many years, and it's not your fault if you have, we've created habits. We've created habits. Whenever we feel stressed or annoyed or frustrated, we find ourselves pouring the glass of wine or opening up the bag of chips or finding the cookies simply because we want to break from that emotion. Now, I'm not here to take away your wine or your cookies or your chips, but what I am here to offer to you is if you learn the skill of engaging with yourself in that emotion, I promise you, you will feel so much better. I think that it's available and this is what I'm on such a mission for working moms to know that you can lose the weight you want while living your real life. You can have actual life stresses happening, life curveballs coming your way that you didn't choose. And I promise you, you don't have to eat your way through them. Like what a gift is that? So that's step three, stop emotional eating. And listen, having that emotion of stress or anger or frustration, you have to have a plan. Going back to step two, part of your plan has to account for that. How are you going to manage your real life stress? What are you going to do if you're not eating? What are you doing? What are you doing instead, right? So we have to have that be part of our plan. Step four, uninspired action. I love this one because listen, high achievers are under 
the misconception that you need to feel motivated to take action. We get a little addicted to motivation and excitement and like, oh, this is gonna be so fun. This is why January 1st is like the day that you feel like this is the year you like buckle down, you buy your new planners, you like research the new plan because just this is the year I'm going to solve this problem. But I promise you that first day of the year, first day of the month, Monday morning, new program, that motivation is going to wane. It's not if it wanes, it's when it wanes. One of the things that I do with my clients in the Unstoppable Group on our strategy workshop, I'm like, okay, I love that we're all excited. And also, let's have our game plan for when the motivation goes away. I promise you, this is literally a part of my process because it is normal human nature. And I think a huge mistake that so many people are making when they implement and create diet plans is they don't plan for how are they going to follow through when they don't feel like it. I can tell you, I'm like on this whole fitness journey and I'm trying to like strength training, I'm trying to like get all, you know, get like grow some muscles basically is my goal for this year that I, I turned 40 in May and I'm like, by the time I'm 41, I have certain metrics. I want to really hit them in terms of my strength. You better believe, I mean, I have my plan. If I follow the plan, it's going to work. The morning comes and you better believe I do not want to follow the plan. I don't want to get the sports bra out. I don't want to get the sneakers. I'm like, oh, I'll be like it. And that is the moment that our very brilliant working mom brains will bring in every justification every justification it'll be like but we're working so hard we deserve a break you know like your kid woke you up in the middle of the night like you know what maybe just today you sleep in you will feel when your brain is offering you a justification it will feel very justified right hence the word justification you need to have a plan in place to handle those moments i would say the biggest mistake that we're making is we forget that we're going to feel unmotivated we're going to not feel like it and I would say for the most, for the most part, I know this was me for so many years because I would like be gung ho for a couple of months. I'd lose some weight I'd get real strong. And then after a few months, like that motivation would dwindle and I would stop taking action. Then I'd feel discouraged, blah, blah, blah. Like we know the cycle, right? We are all familiar with the cycle. I had made the mistake of not planning for my lack of motivation. It's no surprise. I was like, fresh start. I didn't know anything. I didn't know better. We have to give our brains a better alternative than fresh starts because fresh starts are undoing all of your weight loss success. So step four is all about knowing how to take uninspired action. I mean, there's, I literally teach my clients in the Unstoppable Group a four-step process on how to plan and create a process for handling when they don't feel like it. I'm telling you, it is a game changer when you have a plan in place and you really have a strategy that is robust to handle those moments because not if you don't feel motivated, if you don't feel excited, it's when. The last one is having an auditing process in place. Step five is for, I would say this is for all of us. Just think about running successful businesses and companies. When you were going through school in your education there was a evaluation process. Now, many of us might have a slightly, you know, negative relationship with evaluations. I know I hated tests because it was like, great, A, B, C, D, and F. If I don't get an A, I felt like crap. What if our relationship with evaluations, because it's been so linear, has driven us to not evaluate our life? We're so afraid of failing. We're so afraid of not getting the A or the B that we just don't evaluate at all. It is, this is the reason that you will ever gain the weight back, okay? Step five, if you have ever lost the weight but you haven't kept it off, if you've lost the weight and found yourself 
becoming complacent and then you slowly gain it all back, it is because you did not commit to an evaluation process. Here's what happens when you have a routine evaluation process. Listen, you might think it doesn't matter. I'm losing the weight. Priyanka, it's going great. Why do I have to evaluate? I hear you. You don't. Don't evaluate. However, I suggest, I recommend, and I recommend this for my clients too, to have a routine evaluation process in place until you feel complete confidence in hitting and maintaining your goal. What this means is on a routine weekly basis, we are asking ourselves some questions. I take my clients through a really specific streamlined process that helps them answer certain questions about their week, about their month. We get into like, what are your results this week? What was your goal? Remember step one, what was your goal? What were your actual results? Let's examine the Delta. If you hit your goal, why did you, how did you let's get into, so you know, what's working really well. If there's a Delta and you did not love your results, maybe you didn't hit the goal you had for the week. Why not? I want you to imagine that you had the answer to why not you had the answer to that Delta on a weekly basis. And if you knew how to make a small tweak to answer that situation. So an example of this might be, maybe I had a goal to lose one pound and maybe I lost a half pound. And when you go through having a auditing process that is works for you, you might uncover, you know what, this week I was on call at the hospital and I got very little sleep. I was delivering babies. I got into a fight with one of the people on the floor and I felt so stressed. I found myself eating, you know, the, the, like the break rooms, graham cracker, cookies with peanut butter. I mean, this was, I mean, I'm being very specific because these were specific situations in my life. I would end up in like, you know, those like little peanut butter cups. Like they would have that for the patients. I would just eat them for me. I'd go and get the graham cracker. I'd get ginger ale because ginger ale was just like, I don't know, it was kind of my jam. Ginger ale or coffee with like caramel macchiato creamer and slather on the peanut butter and just treat myself because I was like in a state. I was annoyed or frustrated or mad. When you have an auditing process that shows you, oh, turns out whenever I get into a fight with somebody on, you know, at work or when I feel this frustration, it turns out I'm going to food. Now we know part of the problem for me in that week was step three. I wasn't really paying attention to my emotions. I just went to food to numb, to numb through the, through an emotion, to distract myself from my anger. So good to know that the reason was step three. Now I know for next week, how to powerfully tweak. Do you guys see, I'm like giving you this like very step-by-step example. So you can see the value of why having a weekly audit is so so valuable. I want to kind of bring all these steps together, goal setting, having a fat burning action plan that really recalibrates your fat burning hormones, stop emotional eating, taking uninspired action, having an auditing process in place. When you like implement these five steps into your life, when you practice them and get comfortable and masterful, losing the weight you want is done. It is a done deal. And what I want for every high achiever that's listening to this, every working mom, I want this in your hands. I'm saying this because I have been talking with so many women recently and what they, there's like very piecemeal. The process that people are going into to try to solve this weight loss problem for themselves is so piecemeal. It's like, let's pull the audience. What's the latest fad? What's the best gimmick? And I don't want that for you. I want you to know that you can have it is a success formula 
but you have to have all of the pieces. And in my opinion, you have to have support to implement it. I know that high achievers are huge learners. Ask me how I know, because this is me downloading the PDFs. I have every webinar stored in my email. I don't want that for you. I want you to get into implementation. That was, that is the piece that I think, again, it's like, it sets unstoppable apart that you can have this five-step process, but what you really need is to implement the five-step process and have coaching and coaching support and personal mentorship to guide you through, to guide you through honing and cultivating and perfecting your success formula. So I hope that this podcast episode was helpful for you, for you to see, for you to not be so zoomed in and myopic in how you're planning for weight loss. If you zoomed out and you remembered that your plan has to account for real life, real life emergencies, real life stresses, you have to account for that. Then I think that you will find that having a robust strategy is what has been missing for most of us. And again, if this is you, you're not alone at all in this. This is something that you can change. It is something that I see my clients doing week after week. It makes me so incredibly grateful to be their coach because I can see the shifts happening in their minds. It's like you get to change your whole life when it's not just about the weight loss. I think that sometimes we're like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna lose the weight. No, my clients are not just losing the weight. Yes, they're losing the weight. But the shift that you have to experience to lose weight in this way, which is, in my opinion, this like lasting way, it will trickle into your life as a mom. It will trickle into your life at work, into your relationships. It changes you. And I think that that's what I want for all of you. I hope you all enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Enjoy the walk and talk, the occasional buses and cars that drove by us. And bookmark this episode, come back to it again and again. And if you feel the call to work with me, if you know that you want to start implementing, you want to get out of passive consumption and get into active implementation, you want to lose the weight and hit your goal this next year, I want to see your name on the Unstoppable Group interest list. You can head over to the unstoppablemombrain.com forward slash group. You will get all of the details for the next group's dates, the times that we meet for our coaching calls, the investment, how it works. You'll see sneak peeks and client testimonials all about the group. I want you to get on there, drop your information so you're on the interest list. And for the first time ever, and we'll see how I like it, I'm gonna keep doing this. I am opening early enrollment. Early enrollment means on December 1st, you get to book a sales call with me, and we are gonna talk about you, your unique life, your unique goals. We're going to custom create a strategy going through this five-step process. We're going to kind of uncover what hasn't worked for you and why, and then how we're working together will help you bridge that gap. And if it feels like a best fit for you, I am going to be opening up early enrollment, which means you can claim your spot for the January group now. I know, it's kind of exciting because the moment you claim your spot, you get immediate access to the on-demand video curriculum, the call replays. I've had clients get access to this video curriculum in December and they've lost 10 pounds before our first coaching call in January. Real, it's that good. So I want to see your name on the interest list if this is calling to you and I want you to feel calm, confident relief that you're gonna hit this goal this year. 
I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing week. And I will see you at the next one. And also make sure I'm telling you to join my interest list, but I also want to make sure that you are grabbing that training, the unstoppablemombrain.com forward slash desire. Go and grab the training. It is going to be so good. It is going to help you zoom out of not just the plan, which again is important. The five steps that I talked about is important, but if you don't have the mindset to match the plan, the desire to eat when you're not hungry will always be there. So I want that in your hands. Go and grab it right now. Don't wait for tomorrow. It is such a good one. I'm so glad that I was able to create it for you and it's on demand. It's free. It is going to be something you're going to love. I recommend that you don't passively consume it, like sign up for it and then watch it like with a notebook and a pen, you know, put, close your email, stop the laundry, like don't multitask watch the training and like really take away the message and the, the steps that I teach you. I teach you tangible skills on that webinar, on the, um, on the actual training that you can implement starting now. So I hope that you found it helpful. I hope you love it. And if you do, I would love to hear from you. Send me an email info at the Let me know what you think, what you're loving and what you're taking away and what you want to hear more of. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unstoppable Mom Brain Podcast. It's been an honor spending this time with you and your brilliant brain. If you want more resources or information from the show, head on over to theunstoppablemombrain.com.